along with Justin Kenny from OPS and outside the huddle.net. Huddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in. We're talking local sports of all sorts until 10 o'clock this morning. And then we will give way, right, to the, the judge and Tim Priester, America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish football. Yeah. And they will give us Fighting Irish preview. And uh, the Irish have a big game, a big test tonight at the Horseshoe in Columbus against the Ohio State Buckeyes. If you've been living under a little uh, thick tree branch and didn't know that uh, and are a sports fan, hmm. But uh, should be interesting tonight. And Justin, we were talking, and, and I, I look forward to listening to the judge and, and Tim chat about this, but... Uh, I'm I'm I blocked out my four and a half hours tonight <laughs> from seven thirty on to to watch this game and I hope I am engaged for the full sixty minutes of football. Yeah. Yeah, I I I hope so. I'm hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst tonight for Notre Dame. You know, Ohio State, one of the three best teams in the country this year, maybe the top two with Alabama. Um, they're tremendous, and it's going to be tough for, for Notre Dame to go in there and get a win. Indeed. But we will see. Stranger things have happened, and uh, the Marcus Freeman era, uh, which actually got started against Oklahoma State in the, in the bowl, but uh, we will see. Regular season, here we go. And a uh, new quarterback and uh, a lot of new position players, but we'll see. So, the Automotive Color and Supply text line is open at 46862. That's 46862. Please put TS in front of your message. Uh, give us a text, and uh, we will see about getting it on the air, perhaps. So uh, we will do that. Week three of the high school football season is in the history books now. And uh, some uh, – how about West Noble? How about the Chargers? What about knocking off Eastside last night, three and zero? I think Mayhorter getting it done. I think that was my biggest shocker. I think so, uh, because just what we're uh, we're still expecting out of uh, uh, the Eastside Blazers. But uh, well, let's let's take a look at the scores. Let's just run down the scores, and uh, and Justin will chime in with his analysis, of course, uh, as always, and the week three. Scores from the Summit Athletic Conference last night. Had Snyder with the return of Langston Lavelle uh, beating Concordia 42 to nothing at Spooler Stadium. Snyder gets back on track with the dominant win. Yeah, get level back, which is huge for them. And so all is good at, at Snyder for another week. They get Southside next week. So Panthers, a couple get right weeks for them before things get tough again. And, of course, in a game you heard right here on 1380, the fan 100.9 FM, the Carroll Chargers in a dandy beat the Northside Legends 28-20. to 20. Uh, I was able to stick around for the first half of that game. And Northside, uh, don't quote me, but I counted uh, roughly seven or eight penalties on the Legends. But they survived them. Yeah, Bodie Dickerson made plays and, and, and pulled plays out of a hat when he had to on, you know, on a lot of third down conversions. And, and after penalties third and long, 
He, he made plays. He found a lot of his skill guys who are just that. I mean, very talented skill guys. Jonte Lambert uh, out of the backfield, uh, you know, can can run the ball and find the hole, but he can also uh, get open and, and catch a pass. And, uh, and just, you know, Tay-Tay uh, Johnson catching some balls and uh, got his bell rung uh, late in the first half. Uh, was able to come back from that, though, uh, the big hit uh, there. And it just it was it was fun to watch despite the penalties. And, sure. and they, they gave uh, Carroll everything they wanted and more. If they could clean those things up, they would be the best team in the SAC, in my opinion, in terms of individual athletes, in terms of being able to do anything they want, run game, pass game, defense is solid, if they could trim – the penalties down, the miscues down. You know, kept it close last night, then fell behind a couple touchdowns. You know, scored late, but they took so much time off the clock in that fourth quarter, driving down the field. There was just no urgency, despite being down a couple touchdowns. And once again, Jimmy Sullivan, the sophomore quarterback for for Carroll, 131 yards passing, 53 yards rushing, four total touchdowns. Hanson Hafner, close to 100 yards receiving. Jorge Valdez, Justin Anderson with an interception each for the Chargers. Uh, a complete effort by Carroll, who stays in control in the SAC through three weeks, and they've beaten Lures, Snyder, and now Northside to do it. Yes, and, and speaking of Jimmy Sullivan, talk about poise. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's a sophomore. He's, what, maybe 16 years old. If that. I mean, you know, his his poise, his pocket presence – his ability not to panic either mentally or with his feet when things start to break down or, you know, plays are, you know, go on for a while and elongated. He's just a phenomenal athlete and cerebrally, you know, already one of the best quarterbacks in the area. And he continues to impress for the Chargers. But it's not like Jimmy Sullivan just found this sport either. Uh, sure. Uh, there's, there's, uh, the Sullivan bloodlines uh, have, uh, have, you know, have a lot of uh, football experience within that. So uh, he's grown up yeah, uh, around the game of football. That's for sure. Let's take a look at some of the other scores from last night. It was Wayne, a 31-14 winner over the Northrop Bruins. And uh, the number one play on late night Sports Center, with uh, with a nice little pass play to Lamarian Nelson. Yeah, Christian Trimble escaping pressure, staying upright. It wasn't. So, uh, we don't know how that happened either. Twice. Yeah, yeah being able to stay upright was phenomenal for Trimble. You know, whether he saw Nelson or not, it was a very dangerous, ill-advised throw that just happened to find its way into Nelson's hands. Hurdles. A defender runs for a touchdown. It was a great-looking play, probably not a play that makes a head coach very happy in terms of what the quarterback's doing with the football, but it looked good. But, and Justin, that's what gets you on SportsCenter. That's true. <laughs> I guarantee you it wasn't how Haydock, uh, Coach Haydock drew, drew it up, but good win for Wayne. It was one of those teams entering in the season we thought maybe could make some noise in the SAC, disappointing first two weeks of the season, but they get into the win column and maybe that helps them, you know, propel into the rest of the regular season. But what can you say about Lamarion Nelson? You know, another huge another game for 200 him. 200-yard-plus game. Last night, and, you know, 
when you're a guy that's that good and everybody knows you're getting the football and you're still able to ring off 100, 150, 200 yard nights, it's absolutely impressive. In other scores, the Bishop Dwanger Saints beat Southside 42 to 13. Dwanger uh, bouncing back after their loss to Northside the week before. And Dwanger, uh, once again, uh, Carter Minix leads the way for the Saints with a couple of touchdowns, a couple of specialty touchdowns as well. Uh, Southside is uh, is 0-3 now. They're the only un uh, uh, well team without a win uh, in the SAC right now. But uh, Bishop Wenger now 2-1 and one, uh, in a game that, uh, and now looking forward to Homestead at Homestead next week. The big game in the SAC next week, Dwanger and Homestead. And give yourself some credit. You were the one that said, watch out for Carter Minix in this game in the pregame show last night and goes for two return touchdowns. Just a very good, versatile athlete for Bishop Dwanger and still just a junior. So definitely a kid that people need to pay attention to. Indeed. And, of course, C.J. Davis, another outstanding performance last night for the Saints. In the final game of the SAC, it was the Homestead Spartans running their record to 3-0 with a 24-16 victory over the Bishop Lewis Knights. Another impressive performance out of Homestead, but it's that team that we still don't know how good they are, right? They've beaten three teams, a combined three and six on the season. It, it gets real now for the Spartans. They have in consecutive weeks now DeWanger, Snyder, Northside, Carroll. So we'll find out just how good Homestead is over the next month of games. You look at the standings, you say, okay, Homestead and Carroll, both atop the league, but we feel like Carroll is a proven 3-0, and mm-hmm. right? Homestead still have some questions. You know, it's no fault of their own. They play the schedule that's put in front of them. But I thought, you know, to instill its will last night would have been a good indicator for Homestead, a team that in Bishop Lewis that Carroll beat 42-3. to the fact that Leah or Lures hung around in that game maybe is indicative of, of potentially where Homestead is in comparison to its rival, Carroll. But we'll see. Starting next week against Dwanger. We will indeed find out. Let's move over to the Northeast 8 Conference. They started conference play last night, and the Columbia City Eagles uh, put a whipping on Belmont 49 to nothing. Stratton Fuller, a couple touchdowns for Columbia City. He continues to make a huge impact as a sophomore for Columbia City, and, you know, what, what can you say about Belmont now? It's it's just, you know, it's a struggle. You know, only seven points through three games now. They get Norwell next week. Doesn't get any easier for mm-hmm. the Braves. In a, what we old people call a barn burner uh, in Huntington, it was the East Noble Knights eking out a 27-26 thriller of a victory over the Huntington North Vikings. That was a fun game last night. East, or East Noble scoring late in that game to escape uh, Huntington North with a victory. And, you know, I, I think it's a combination of things. I don't think East Noble right now is where they traditionally are. they got a lot of young kids that they've had to work in. And meanwhile, I think, you know, with Coach Prescott in his fourth year now in Huntington North, I think they're taking a step up. They competed with Eastbrook in week one. And so that, that was a that was a good matchup last night. And, man, it would have been great for the Vikings to get that dub at home in their brand spanking new stadium that's, that's a phenomenal facility. But East Noble finds a way to get it done. That's what good teams do. And the Knights are now 2-1. and one. 
In Waterloo, Indiana, it was the Trey Bates show as the New Haven Bulldogs beat DeKalb 27-7. Bates with three touchdowns on the night for the Bulldogs. Did you really see a 20-point margin of victory coming here? You know, I didn't. I thought, I thought at least DeKalb would be able to put up more points than the seven that they did. But, you know, New Haven has looked really good through three weeks. Their lone loss to Eastbrook uh, down in Grant County last week. You know, maybe when we're looking at who can challenge Norwell in the Northeast State, could could New Haven be that biggest test, potentially? The only issue is New Haven is going to have to find a way to improve its run defense because that's exactly what Norwell is going to do against them when they match up. But, you know, kudos to, to Coach Boer and the Bulldogs. You know, two and one. They get Leo next week in a very winnable game, and then they go to Norwell in week five. In the final game of the night in the Northeast State Conference, it was Norwell blanking Leo by a score of 27 to nothing, and that was a game you attended. I did, and I can't say I'm altogether surprised at the result. I was hoping it would be closer, but Norwell was just a dominant team, holding Leo under two yards per play, You know, four turnovers for the Lions. That didn't help. And Norwell was just able to instill its dominance on both sides of the football. And I think something that we don't put enough stock into with the Leo Lions is just how much they've lost in the trenches over the last couple of years. And, you know, losing Livingston and losing Allen last year. And that hurts. It doesn't matter what you have everywhere else. If you cannot block, if you cannot open up holes, if you cannot you know, protect the pocket for your quarterback. It really doesn't matter. And, you know, Kyler Decker was was hounded all night, you know, made some bad reads, but was also, you know, forced into a lot of bad decisions by the defense. Norwell, as advertised, was able to run the football, you know, throw it when they needed to. Leighton Bailey, a solid night. Norwell's the class of the Northeast State. But to me, it's, it's surprising with the gap between Norwell and the rest of the league, at least right now through three weeks. We'll take a look at the AZAC and uh, Northeast Corner scores when uh, we return from break. And uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. You have a water softener. You have a water softener just sitting in your, your basement over in the corner with cobwebs and everything. And it's, eh, don't even go over there except to maybe throw some salt in it every once in a while. Give Culligan a call today at 484-8668. That's 484-8668. And ask about a $29.95 water inspection, water softener inspection. They will come out. doesn't have to be a Culligan softener. Any kind of softener will do. They'll come out. They'll run a few tests. Make sure your water is is as soft as it should be. Make sure your softener is running. Make sure the connections are right. Everything. $29.95. It's peace of mind for you. If the water softener needs some assistance, they'll tell you. Believe me, they're trained professionals and very reliable, very trustworthy, very professional. Give them a call today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. Give your people Culligan Water. We'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise 
Enterprise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Another live and local sports show is coming. Caleb and Kenny in the morning. Joining us now, it is Dylan Sin of the Journal Gazette. Well, we're going to talk to Michael Franke about this. Talking Purdue, joined by Derek Schultz. Fort Wayne Sports, Sports Talk, mornings from, from 7 to 9 a.m. You did not even seriously consider the Indianapolis Colts. It is Ashton Pollard of BlueAndGold.com. No one on his staff is going to outwork him on the recruiting trail. Notre Dame, they're going to have to join a conference purely for the money. Wake up with Caleb and Kenny in the morning. Weekday mornings starting Tuesday, September 6th. From Fort Wayne Sports Station. Hey, it's Brett Rump from the Sports Rush. It's time for the NFL season. Week one almost here. And right now, you need to get your FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's America's number one sportsbook. And right now, you can get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. You sign up with promo code WKJG to get in on the action. Then you can turn game day into payday all season long. Week one, I like a couple of favorites. Colts minus 8.5 over Houston. And I'm on the Bengals to cover 6.5 against Pittsburgh. Join me on FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can bet more than just the final score. Touchdowns, total yards, catches, same game parlays, where you can place a small bet for a big payout. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code WKJG. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the Indianapolis Colts. 21 Plus and present in Indiana. First online real minute wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now drawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. From the very beginning, on every workday since, at every shift, and in every individual effort, we carry a common purpose, a common cause. It's a duty we proudly honor, knowing behind every product we build is your faith in us, dedicated to the craft of gun making, dedicated to your freedom, equality, security, and the promise of this great country. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. Learn more at smith-wesson.com. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVETS highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETS can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETS helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVET service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Imagine if information came with a nutrition label. Then you'd know if what you're consuming has the right mix of facts, sources, and context. But it's on us to make healthier choices about what to consume, share, and act on. Get Newslit Fit at Newslit.org. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports. Powered by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Justin Kenny from OPS and outside the huddle.net. I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Then we give way to the judge, Phil Houck, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish football, Tim Priester, as they give you Fighting Irish preview ahead of the Ohio State game tonight. 
So stay tuned to 1380 for all your sports needs. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply and Text Line 46862. With TS in front of your message. Uh, had a text that rolled in. says, TS, what's the eligibility rule of a player that transfers in the middle of a season? Is that player eligible to play immediately? I think not. No. Unless there's some extenuating circumstance, no. That player's not eligible. Yeah, that uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's a hard and fast rule if you're leaving in the middle of the season to go elsewhere. Unless you're, you know, moving states or, you know, something. No, you're not yeah, going to be eligible. That would just be orchestrated chaos otherwise yeah. if that was... Allowed to happen. The kid gets yelled at by a coach one time. Oop, see, adios. Uh, so, uh, anyway, 46862, 46862TS in the front of your message. Uh, let's take a look at the Allen County Athletic Conference scores from last night in the only non-conference game. It was Adam Central taking on Covenant Christian at Taylor University. And the Flying Jets prevail by a score of 42-19. to Good win for Adam Central. It was a test against a top 12 team in Class 1A down at Taylor Universities. But East or Adam Central continues to roll. We talk about Norwell being the class of the NE8. Adam Central clearly the class of the ACAC, despite the fact that they haven't played a conference game yet. But you know the Flying Jets, as advertised, definitely. In other games, it was South Adams beating Bluffton 50. To 35. Now, for a team that uh, the first two weeks of the season had only given up two points or seven points, excuse me, uh, gave up 35 to the Bluffton Tigers. And you can bet that's a concern for Grant Mosier, particularly with a date with Adam Central looming in a couple weeks. But we're able to get a comfortable lead early, but credit Bluffton for fighting back. And at one point, it was 42 to 29 uh, in that game in the second half, a, a two score game. So uh, a really good showing for the offenses, most definitely. But uh, Mav Somerset with a good night last night for the South Adams Starfires, who stay unblemished on the season with a win. And, of course, uh, this was a dandy out in Woodburn, Indiana. It was Heritage beating Woodland by a score of 32-14, to 14, a couple of one-and-one one teams going into that matchup. And... Uh, Casey Coakman's uh, Patriots get the job done. They do. Kobe Meyer with a very good night on uh, for for Heritage, and this was this was an interesting game going in because it was two teams that we feel are kind of on the rise in the ACAC, and who is going to kind of uh, grab that opportunity and run with it. And you know, uh, Woodland had been good offensively to open the season, but really ran into a, a really physical Heritage defense last night that has nine of 11 starters that are underclassmen. And Kobe Meyer went ran for 137 yards, three touchdowns, threw for 80 yards, and another score. Uh, Isaac Nagy ran for 116 yards. So the building blocks of a program for Heritage, and we know Casey Kolkman's history in doing that at various programs, so far so good. You know, could Heritage be that best of the rest type team mm -hmm. in the ACAC. They get South Adams and Adams Central back-to-back -back the next two weeks. So last night was a big win for them. And looking back to that uh, South Adams-Bluffton game, we just had a text that came in since South Adams had a 36-6 to lead. So they a did. comfortable lead. Yeah, yeah, it was a comfortable lead, but, you know, you can guarantee Grant Mosier isn't happy with the fact that Bluffton was left back into that football game. And, and you know, 
I'm sure South Adams was was subbing some guys and and all that. And but still, when you get a team down, you need to keep them down. And yeah, the Starfires didn't do it last night. And in the final ACAC game, it was Jade County. Jade County now two and one on the season with a forty-one to six victory over Southern Wells. Jade County, you know, a good win for them. But the teams they've beaten are Blackford and Southern Wells. And those two teams are a combined 0 and 6. So rem- remember that when we talk Jay County, they'll go to Adams Central next week for a dose of reality. My cup's half full. <laughs> Mine's always Let's move over to the Northeast Corner Conference uh, in a non-conference uh, matchup. Uh, Angola went to Chelsea, Michigan and lost by a score of 22 to 20. Uh, Angola falls to 1 and 2 overall. Uh, other scores. Here's the one that uh, that shocked me. West Noble in overtime beats Eastside 28-27. How about that with the West West Noble Chargers going to 3-0 and on the season with the OT victory. And Drew Yates scores all four touchdowns for West Noble. It, it was a big night for Seth Pruitt as well on the ground. And, you know, how about those West Noble Chargers get the win you know, remember they went unblemished, unblemished, easy for me to say, in the regular season in 2019 and went uh, won their first 10 games before falling to Mishawaka Marion. So this is not uncharted territory for the Chargers, but they are definitely in the thick of the big division race that is really interesting because Fairfield's 3-0, West Noble's 3-0, Angola's 1-2 but improved. So it could be a fascinating race for the big division championship in the NECC, and we really get it started next week when West Noble goes to Angola to take on the Hornets. And how about an east side team that many people thought were just going to reload instead of rebuild and are now sitting at one and two on the season? Yeah, still a really good football team, but you know, drop has dropped back to the pack a little bit, so to speak, in you know, the NECC. And they have to host Cherubusco next week. We talked about the big division. That could be the deciding game in the small division. So a lot of intrigue in the Northeast Corner Conference coming up in week four. Fairfield over Central Noble twenty to seven Fairfield now three and zero on the season that that offense that option offense is always difficult to prepare for and you know the Falcons you know get a win last night and, and they've been impressive all three wins on the road at Goshen at South Bend Adams and at Central Noble their reward next week is playing 6a Southport which is not a very solid 6a program but it's still a 6A, uh, 6A program. It's 6A for a reason, <laughs> enrollment. <laughs> and, you know, it's a unique uh, you know, schedule for Fairfield who only has three home games this year, playing both of their, you know, uh, uh, several of their, their non-conference games on the road. So a unique opportunity for Fairfield next week to host Southport, who is 0-3, but they played Ron Colley, Perry Meridian, and Columbus North the first three weeks. Hmm. In other scores, Cherubusco blanks Garrett twenty-one to nothing, and uh, you just mentioned Cherubusco. They're now two and one overall. Good win for for the Eagles sets the stage then to open small division play next week at Eastside. Remember that was a very competitive game last yes. week, last year at Busco, and so we'll see if the Eagles can go on the road and and get a win over the Blazers next week. A couple other scores had Fremont losing to North Central from Ohio, 38-8. to And Lakeland, 46 to nothing 
over Prairie Heights and uh, the Lakeland Lakers uh, with their first win of the season. Yeah, good win for Coach Ryan O'Shea's Lakers. Dropped back-to-back games to start the season, South Bend St. Joe and Busco. So they get the win last night. They'll go to Garrett next week to open up their division schedule. And a school that will have impact in our uh, postseason, but not in one of our big four conferences, the Warsaw Tigers, 70 to nothing winners over the Plymouth Rockies. Plymouth Rockies, they're, they're not the Plymouth of old, that's for sure. Winless last year and clearly trying to rebuild a program as Adam Hanley, for, former Wabash coach in his first season. But the most points scored by a Warsaw team since way back in 1922. And this is a Warsaw team now that's 3-0. And you look at that sectional two, Jim, when we look at Warsaw and Carroll in there, it's a combined 11-1 after three weeks. You have Elkhart. And Warsaw and Carroll are all 3-0. Penn is 2-1. Their lone loss was last night by two scores to Cathedral. So, man, that's going to be a brutal Class 6A sectional two for all four teams. We We talk about Carroll being the best team right now in the SAC. You could make a case that Carroll is the fourth best team man. in that sectional. That's unbelievable. It's nuts. Yeah. Whoever whoever comes out of that section will have survived. Yes. My goodness, Absolutely. what a gauntlet. All right. Uh, those are the scores uh, from week three of the high school football season. Uh, we'll go ahead, step out, take a break, and then when we return, we're going to be talking some baseball. We'll talk Tin Caps baseball. We'll do that with Tin Caps president Mike Nutter. We'll do that all when we come back. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. It's not just the Mets. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to, you know, the stuff we talk about here. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That rewards. Terms apply. The Fort Wayne Tin Caps broke a 2-2 tie by scoring a run in the bottom of the sixth inning on a Friday night, added two more in the bottom of the seventh, and they went on to defeat West Michigan 5-2 in game four of a six-game series in the process, snapping a four-game losing streak. Game five of the series is set for Saturday night. First pitch at 635. There'll be post-game fireworks presented by CSL Plasma, and Birdzirk will be in the house as well. Join us for all the action starting at 615 on 1380thefan.com. Welcome to Allstate, where driving safe saves you more. And it should. With DriveWise in the Allstate app and your safe driving skills, you can save 40%. Add it to your policy for personalized driving feedback and save. Lower your rates, match your expectations with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safe driving discounts. Savings vary. Subject terms and conditions. Allstate Burn Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Heavy uterine bleeding and iron deficiency anemia through the years. Oh, I've been there. Huh? That sweater tied around your waist? I've been there. Heavy period? Yeah. Makes you wonder what women used to do. Oh, I've been there. Huh? The record album you're using to cover your behind. I've been there. Yeah. Makes you wonder what women used to do. 
been there. Huh? Your backward waitress apron taking no chances. I've been there. Yeah. Makes you wonder what women... If you've been there, you get it. Excessive menstrual bleeding for six months or more is known as heavy uterine bleeding, or HUB. When you lose more blood, you lose more iron. HUB may lead to another medical condition called iron deficiency anemia, or IDA. Low iron from IDA can disrupt your everyday life with debilitating tiredness, headache, and weakness. But some people may show no symptoms. Learn about iron deficiency anemia and take a quiz to share with your doctor at imayhaveida.com. That's imayhaveida.com. Brought to you by HealthyWomen.org and Daiichi Sankyo, Inc. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. She just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. First Responders Children's Foundation takes care of the children and families the brave ones leave at home. Help us help them. Text BRAVE to 24365 to learn how you can help first responders in your community today. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Whenever Joe Walsh is on, I let it roll for just a little bit. Big Joe Walsh thing. Well, welcome back to Talking Sports, by the way. Powered by Automotive Color and Supply, and I'm sure Josh Byers is a big Joe Walsh fan as well. At least I'm saying he is. Anyway, welcome back. Along with Justin Kenny from OPS and outside the huddle.net, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in. So we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you have a question, comment, opinion, do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. That's 46862. Put TS in front of your message. Especially if you have a tin caps question, baseball question, because on the talking sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City County Federal Credit Union, is Fort Wayne Tin Caps President Mike Nutter. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. Great to be on with you. I got to tell you, man, last night was one of the most fun events we've had all year. We got over 7,000, despite all the high school and college football games out there, and the boys won. Obviously, we haven't had the success on the field that we had hoped for from the Padres. But a really fun night, perfect weather, fireworks, a home team victory, and going to try and do the same thing again tonight and tomorrow night. That's right. Two games left in the home season tonight with Birdzerk. And then tomorrow, despite the fact it's a Sunday game, I believe it's a 6.05 start with fireworks in postgame, correct? Absolutely. We thought every, the majority of the people listening would be off on Monday. A lot of teams do Sunday night fireworks shows to end the year, and hopefully uh, it's another packed house. We expect to be over probably 
six and seven thousand the next couple nights, but there's also still great seats available for both nights if people want to come out and see us. And and for when uh, for tonight when when Bird Zerk is is there, I have a little advice for the third baseman. Hang on to your equipment. Hang That's, on to the equipment. Yes, yes. Maybe don't yeah. fall for his dance tricks. Who knows? Exactly. Yes, yeah. So anyway, but but let's uh, let's talk. Uh, and by the way, I was able to uh, hobble out on Tuesday yeah. night and had a fantastic time. Brought the family out with me, and uh, the Mad Ant staff actually had a. A nice little gathering out at uh, Parkview Field with the Tin Caps, and uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. We thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, it was nice being able to get out there. And yes, and, and myself still, like I said, still hobbling just a little bit, but it was so easy to navigate and get around uh, Parkview Field. So I've, I've seen it from uh, a couple different perspectives now, yeah. and uh, it, it's as advertised, uh, one of the best parks in the country it was so nice having you and your staff out you know on that same night we had anthony petrozelli of the comets the captain of the k's he was out with a group of about 45 people friends family for his wedding party and nice. so uh the teams in town do get along do pull for one another do support one another and uh it was a really nice event so thursday was a very nice crowd over six thousand. Last night over seven, and hopefully a couple more like that to wrap up our home season. You know, we talk about the, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess, over the years, you know, on this. And we love the forum, talking to fans. Attendance has been awesome. 60 single-A teams between high A and low A will finish third in attendance. That's despite the most rainouts in the history of Parkview Field with seven. Um, as we sit here today... We got three more new players in last <laughs> night, and I, we've set the new record for the amount of players used in a season. I'm sure we've set the record for the amount of guys traded in a season. But the guys that have been out there have played hard every night. Brian Esposito's had them played hard. Obviously, this has not been, you know, a ton of wins on the field. But the guys have been great. I actually took the opportunity last night after the game. I went into the clubhouse and found Jackson Wolf. He's been with us from day one. He's answered the bell all year. He takes the ball every fifth or sixth day, and he's in the top ten in the league in strikeouts, ERA, batting average against. He's a guy that earned a promotion probably two months ago, but he's been here ever since. And I just told him on behalf of the fans, we loved watching you go out there and compete. And uh, wherever he ends up here soon or next year, I'll be following that young man, hopefully all the way to the big leagues. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as uh, being a leader statistically, he's got seven wins on the season, 4.01 ERA, 134 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.13, which is excellent, uh, especially in, in A-ball. So, uh, Jackson Hey, Wolf. let me jump in real quick on another guy. You know, Robert Gasser was one of our guys traded at the deadline, right, when all the fans were beating me up. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he got traded over to the Brewers for uh, in the hater deal, you know, one of the top closers in the game the last five or so years in the big leagues. And Gasser, when he left us, he went right to double-A Biloxi, uh, which was really cool. And, uh, you know, a kind of testament that he could have been promoted from us a long time ago. This past week, Jimmy got called to triple-A Nashville. Really? He reached out to Brian Esposito 
uh, and Jimmy Jones, our manager and uh, great pitching coach. And I haven't heard of this more than a couple times in my 30-year career, but he said, guys, thank you. When you were on me, when you were holding me accountable, when you were challenging me, sometimes I thought it was just because you were being tough. He said, I walked into that AAA clubhouse, and they were grown men in there. And thank you for challenging me, and I see what I need to work on this offseason in terms of a weight program and a throwing program. But he's gone from Fort Wayne to AAA, and I, it's probably a long shot, but it wouldn't shock me if we see him in the big leagues this year with the Brewers. They're on a playoff chase, and they love what this young man's doing, so pretty cool. And that is when when you have a, a player that, that ascends up the ranks and does so in, uh, in, in grand fashion, if you will, uh, that's always very fulfilling, and, and it makes you take a look. And, you know, that's why a lot of people come out to these games, as we say, you know, for the social networking and having fun and all that. But there's that percentage of people that are true diehard baseball fans, and they come out and they watch these players develop. And that's where they, they, you know, they enjoy watching kids come in and we and we've had you know that's when uh, uh you know we've had all the different players that have come in uh, from the twins from the padres and things like this that have gone on to major league careers and uh you you love it when when you saw them back when and uh in in the early stages of the development but it happens quick if it's going to happen oftentimes there's no doubt about it and again we want to win this game there's nobody i mean everybody you're talking to today is competitive at what we do but I'm not going to tip the cap to anybody that they're more competitive than me. And sometimes my friends would tell you it's a little misguided. At times. <laughs> but we've got uh, the Whitecaps in town yet tonight and tomorrow. They have their last two number one picks. They have this year's number two pick. And so they've got a guy going tonight that hasn't lost this year. And his ERA checking into tonight in early September is 1.8 for nice. last year's number Jeez. one pick. Uh, young Mr. Job, and so I know there's a lot of Tiger fans. It doesn't mean that they're not pulling for the Tin Caps and their hometown team, but this guy is special. I'm looking forward to seeing him. They have another guy, uh, last name is Young, but with a J-U-N-G. Uh, he was this year's number one pick. He's already in high A. His brother's knocking on the door to get to the Rangers probably this week in the big leagues. Texas Tech superstar. And so, again, come out and cheer on those Caps. But two first-rounders and a second-rounder for the Whitecaps that should be up at Comerica in a very short order. So really cool to see. Now, Mike, what's the best and easiest way to get tickets for tonight and tomorrow night? TinCapsTickets.com. Fees are very low, just a couple of bucks. I always get the text and the email, well, if I show up, will I be able to get in? Yes, the next couple of days you will. Obviously, the earlier, though, that you buy them, whether that's online or in person down at the ballpark starting at 10 a.m., uh, they'll be, you know, you'll guarantee that you'll get better seats. But as we talk today, there's all-star, there's reserve, there's lawn. That won't be the case tonight by game time, I'm sure, or tomorrow night at game time. People coming out one more time. But tincapstickets.com or stop down at the box office anytime after 10 a.m. Well, Mike, in closing, uh, since the, uh, the home season will be over uh, after tomorrow, you know, obviously, I, I just want to thank you for uh, appearing every week 
uh, taking our questions, being very candid. Uh, when when some of the questions weren't the easiest questions in the world either, but uh, you do that, you you you're you embrace this, and we appreciate that. And uh, when I look back, you and I have been doing this for 14 seasons. And, Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Let's do 14 more if we both got it in us. I, I would I would love to. And uh, but I, I love just, doing this. You and Justin are great. I know we we had you on the shelf a few weeks this year because of that procedure that you're coming back from now, which is awesome, and we all can't wait to see you with the new hip back at 100%. But it's like I love the forum. I love taking the questions. Again, like you said, most of the fans are so – well, all our fans are so great. But this is a forum they can ask some of that tough stuff. You know, I got emotional talking about my old buddy Tatis when he got in trouble and things like that. It's a great thing that I look forward to every week, and I can't wait to be back next year. Well, and and that's just, you know, when we talk with the presidents, when we talk with, with you, when we talk with Michael Franke, when we talk to, to Tim Bauman, nobody ever ducks a question, and and we yeah. appreciate that. I love that. following Mr. Franke because <laughs> I followed him last year, unfortunately, that day after they got eliminated, and everybody knows the listens that I'm a fan of both those guys you just mentioned and both their teams. But, man, he was calling them out. Yep. <laughs> yes. So uh, I just love his passion and Man, it's just a great group, and that's why it was named the top five city in minor league sports last week because of all of us. That's right. That's right. Well, Mike, thank you so much, and uh, let's do this again next season. That's our weekly Tin Caps chat. And, uh, man, Justin, doesn't seem like the summer's uh, on the way to being over. Well, it's, yeah. it's Labor Day weekend, which is kind of, you know, the harsh reality when it hits, and... It's positive. It's 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 the official return of football, you know, college football weekend. But, yeah, summer's fading away, even though the weather really hasn't shown it yet. We'll take it as long as it wants to, to stick around. Oh, and this just in, breaking news. Uh, it says that despite the fact that Labor Day weekend is upon us, women do not have to put away their white pants <laughs> and shorts and, and their summer uh, apparel. No need. No, no. Just uh, <laughs> where, where, those, where, where your... Stuff normal stuff, through yeah. the year and stuff. So, <laughs> all right. A kind request for Mr. Shuffle. Yes, indeed. Well, let's uh, go ahead and step out, take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dan Vance. Uh, he is the public relations and social media director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. We'll talk to him about the uh, schedule release. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Hi, Notre Dame fans. This is Tony Simeone. Join me, Paul Burmeister, and Ryan Harris this Saturday as the Irish battle the Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus. Coverage starts at 6.30 Eastern, and you can tune in right here on your home for Notre Dame football. Warwood, 1190 and 107.5 FM. You forget something? Yeah, listen, I'm not going to be able to pick up Braden tonight after practice. Oh, did something come up at work? Nah, not even going to make it in today. Why? What's going on? Well, I'm coming up on some construction in about a quarter mile. I've already started ignoring the signs. In a minute, I'll force my way through traffic while texting. Then I'll pull the wheel a little too far and drive right through the barrels where I'm going to hit a few workers. One of them is going to get killed, so then I'm going to be arrested and charged with vehicular maintenance. No one plans on having an accident, but you can plan to avoid one. Every year, dangerous, irresponsible driving in construction zones ruins lives. Crashes kill and injure road workers. Drivers end up paying thousands of dollars and even spend time in jail. When you're driving in a construction zone, 
Read the signs. Slow down. Save a life. We're all in this together. A message from Indiana's District Council of Laborers International Union of North America and affiliated locals. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with her bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Indiana only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Along with Justin Kitty from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts. Till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you have a question, comment, opinion, do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. Especially if you have a mad ants question, because on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is the director of public relations and social media for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, Mr. Dan Vance. Dan, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jim. Glad to uh, have you back. I know you've been back for a couple of weeks, but good to talk to you again. Oh, it's it's good to be back. It's 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 a struggle walking anywhere and uh well anyway no en- enough about me but i'm uh i will be returning to work on tuesday and i can't wait I yeah just, excited to have you back in the office to see most of you if not all of you yeah yeah that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay the fort wayne mad ants in the nba g league have had their complete schedule release that took place on thursday of this week and Tell us all a little bit about what this schedule entails starting November 5th. Yeah, so, you know, it's going to be a similar format uh, both for the league and for us as last year uh, with games both in in Fort Wayne and Indianapolis for us, uh, 16 in Fort Wayne, 8 in Indianapolis over the course of the season. So, you know, get going uh, the weekend of November 5th and 6th, tipping things off on Saturday night. November 5th against the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, back-to-back games at home at Fort Wayne at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum against the Grand Rapids Gold. So uh, as far as the league format, it's it's kind of the same as last year. Uh, we're going to play this Showcase Cup season uh, early on uh, between the, the tip-off date on the 5th of November uh, through just before Christmas. Uh, sets up the Winter Showcase for the G League in Las Vegas. Uh, in December. So we'll play those first 16 games to try to qualify for the second annual Showcase Cup. Uh, we qualified last year uh, and then lost in the first round of that eight-team uh, format out in Vegas. But uh, a good lead-up uh, of games to get us ready for that. And then we'll play out in Vegas, two games out there, whether we're in the Showcase Cup or not. Uh, and then start the regular season on December 27th, 32-game regular season. So kind of the same format as last year. They extended the Showcase Cup qualifying by two games, so so that takes up a little bit more of the season than last year. But 
uh, uh, you know, a, a really exciting season ahead with uh, some diversity in opponents to get a chance to travel west, have the west come to us a little bit more uh, with some of our opponents we're seeing versus last year where we really played, uh, you know, you know, Midwest, a little bit of East Coast on our schedule. Now, as far as the games being played in Indy, that actually won't affect any of the weekend dates that we would have had normally, correct? Correct, yeah. So uh, when you look at the 16 dates in Fort Wayne, uh, there are 13 of them are weekends, uh, no weekends in Indy. So all 13 of our home weekend dates are in Fort Wayne. Uh, we do have a Monday night, a Wednesday night, uh, and then in March, our traditional Thursday afternoon Education Day game in Fort Wayne as well. So some weeknight opportunities in Fort Wayne, but all 13 home weekend dates, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is to be played at the, at the Memorial Coliseum. We're talking with Dan Vance, Director of Public Relations and Social Media for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. And, Dan, there have been some rules changes in uh, in the NBA G League the, over the offseason and, and just some other other news coming out. Uh, can you share a little bit of that with us? Yeah, so, you know, the G League has long been a place where uh, they've tested rules for potentially use in the NBA at some point. Um, you know, most recently we see the free throw rule where you're shooting one free throw for two until a certain time period at the end of the half or the end of a game. Um, that's a rule that we keep in place in the G League. Uh, the G League was the first place to test the shot clock reset to 14 seconds uh, that the NBA now uses. Uh, so this year, uh, the two rules they put in place, all the games in Vegas uh, for the winter showcase that'll be um, between December 19th and 22nd will end with the Elam ending. So those unfamiliar with the Elam ending is basically you'll play your four quarters, and then at the end of those four quarters, you'll take the winning team score, say it's 100 points, and then you'll tack on 25 to it. And that makes your target score 125, and the first team to reach that target score wins the game. So adding the Elam ending, that's exclusively for winter showcase games uh, in December in Las Vegas. And then we have a new overtime rule. So overtime is using kind of a variation of the Elam ending. There will be no more... Uh, double overtimes, triple overtimes in the G League. So when we're going to overtime, uh, a new target score will be set at seven points higher than the team scores. Uh, untimed overtime, first team to score seven points in overtime wins the game. So that'll be used throughout the entire season in the G League. And so it's just something they're testing um, out uh, as a way to, you know, see if that works and, and keeps us from three, four, you know, long extended overtime games. So, couple new rules will take some teams a while to get used to but also add some intensity to things especially in overtime where you know you're not going to be able to sit back and relax you got to go 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 to get seven points it's a pretty uh, low target score so it's going to make our overtimes a lot more interesting now there was some news that came out recently about returning player rights and uh, that included uh, one mr david stockton john stockton's son uh, what is the actual chance of Mr. Stockton uh, putting on a Mad Ants jersey? Well, you know, until we it's done, you never know. But uh, right now, it's, it's pretty high. We expect David Stockton to, to be with us this year. Um, excited to acquire his returning player rights. Uh, obviously, also in the soft season, uh, David Servetus, we acquired his returning player rights for Motor City. And then he recently signed an Exhibit 10 contract with the Pacers, a training camp contract. So the two of them, uh, there is that expectation. You know, obviously we have some time before training camp starts October 24th for us, and we'll have a better idea then and after the October 22nd G League draft. Uh, who may be back from last year, who uh, may be joining us this year, but 
Uh, always interesting movement this time of the year as teams are trying to jockey for guys that we know will be back in the league versus guys who uh, rights that we may have who have chosen to play internationally. Well, Dandy, as far as you know, the the schedule release and in in some players, I mean, some of the excitement and everything like that. Uh, what's the best way if if somebody's got a group or or wants to inquire about season tickets? Uh, what's the best way to uh, get more information? Yeah, absolutely. Go to ftwaynematants.com. Uh, there's information on the main page right now where you can uh, get your inquiries in about season tickets, where you can purchase a five-game mini plan uh, that goes over our five uh, priority dates we already have, which includes opening night, uh, a lot of great stuff that we already have planned. Opening night, Jim, i got to mention, is going to be huge for us on Saturday, November 5th. It's a pizza family night, a favorite of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, we're featuring a national act, Joe Everson. So he's America's only singing painter. So Joe is going to do a painting while he sings the national anthem. Uh, that painting will be available for auction uh, later in the evening at the game. Uh, and prior to that game, actually, that day, we're going to co-host the Just Nice Sneaker and Sports Collectible Convention in the Expo Center. So a huge uh, sneaker sports collectible uh, convention and ability to purchase a wide variety of things. Well, Matt Ants will have a booth with some game-worn and autographed memorabilia among that. So a uh, big day, November 5th. Um, so, yeah, you just go to ftwaynematants.com, find that information out uh, about how you can get season tickets, and then single-game tickets will be available sometime in October, and we'll let you know on our social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, just as soon as we know the date that those single-game tickets are going to be available. Very nice, very nice. Always looking for something new and exciting to give to the fans and the community. That's awesome. Well, Dan, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and uh, let's talk again soon. Absolutely, Jim. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. That was Dan Vance, Director of Public Relations and Social Media for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. And uh, November 5th is actually right around the corner. So uh, looking forward to that just a couple months away. So, who? it's about time for Mad Ants basketball. I I don't know exactly how that guy does it, but anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see. So once again, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. Just a couple more minutes left in the show. Um, Mr. Kenny, uh, we, we went through all the scores and everything. What are some of the games, the high school football games in week four that stand out to you? Well, I, I think it's the NECC. It takes center stage next week because I think, two games that could decide the big and small division in that league. When you look at on the big division side, West Noble and Angola, despite Angola being one and two, they've played two close games against Leo and Chelsea out of Michigan and they beat DeKalb. And then meanwhile, West Noble, as we talked about three and O that could very well decide the big division. And in the small division, you have Cherubusco going to East side. Mm-hmm. Those could very well be the two best teams in that division. So when we look at, you know, storylines for next Friday, zero in on the Northeast corner conference. It has some two big showdowns coming up in week four. What are you looking at in the summit athletic conference? I'm looking at Dwinger at Homestead. Yeah. You know, you know, we're finally going to be able to see Homestead against a team that all of us consider to be in the top half of the SAC. So how does Homestead match up? We could really find out a lot about the Spartans next week and, you know, following that week, they go to Snyder. So it's uh, thrown into the deep end after maybe a, a light entrance into the schedule to start the year for Homestead. It gets real for them against the Saints on Friday. 
and in the NE8, New Haven could uh, could show what they're made of after a date with the Leo Lions at John Young Field. You'd like to see Leo bounce back after last night. It was a difficult loss for them. First shutout loss since 2020 and first regular season shutout loss since 2018. New Haven wants to show that it is capable of challenging Norwell atop that league. They get Leo next week and Norwell the week after. So it's show up and um, you know, put show out for New Haven over the next two weeks. Well, that's going to do it for Talking Sports for a Saturday September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate the texts as well. Podcasts by Federated Media.